Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Bell Ringer podcast hosted by Sixers Wire USA Today Sports Media Group. I am your host, Kai Carlin. I got my guy with me, Cameron Fields. Cam, what's going on, my guy? Man, I'm feeling pretty good, Kai. I think the last time we talked, there was some snows here in Ohio, but now we're having more spring-like weather. It's been a nice couple past few days weather-wise here in the Cleveland area. Oh, got a little springtime going there a little bit. That's nice. Uh, it's about it's about 60 here in New Jersey today, so uh, definitely not not complaining. I will definitely welcome more of the 65 and upper weather. Uh, although I'm it was cold you. this morning. It was cold this morning, but we're in the 60s okay. now, so it's good. I, like, listen, I made it to round 27 on five the other day. And oh, I mean, boy. I got backed into a corner. I, I used the Winter's Fury, had a pack of punched, and like I got out of it a little bit, but my, my screen was red. And then a zombie hopped out of like the barrier, swiped me, I'm down, right? So I'm like, oh man. But I threw a monkey, threw a monkey bomb, because you know, they all go to it, grab my jug, I'm getting ready okay. to run again. And then boom, when it happens, I get trapped in another corner. Winter's Fury was all out of ammo. And that was uh, it. So close to getting to round 30. My goal of round 30 was so close. I came close in Warzone last night for like the first time in ages. I got third. So I got down to the final circle with this, like, one other random. And okay. uh, we were right there. And then somehow the gas just got to us. Like, we couldn't get to wherever the final circle was. It was just so small. And I was just like, <sighs> so we were so, we were about to win. I was like, we're going to win this. Because we were just dominating. We were, we, were, we were doing pretty good. And I was just like, man, got third place. But, hey, I'll take the bronze, I guess. Damn, you really hate to see it. You hate to see it at that point. All right, guys, we got some yeah. big news for you, for you guys coming at you today. So everybody has seen the reports that the NBA is slowly beginning to loosen up on, on their uh, their restrictions. Uh, they did announce that, originally announced at least, that May 1st teams would be able to reopen their practice facilities for the NBA teams in markets where the states are loosening their uh, stay-at-home orders. They, got, they did get a little bit of pushback from that. Um, ESPN's agent Wojanowski reported that the NBA teams actually had no idea that the league was going to do that. And that's why the NBA pushed it back now till no earlier than May 8th. But the point is that this, this could kind of be the beginning of the first step to get NBA resumption. It doesn't, it doesn't mean the NBA is going to start anytime soon, but it does kind of give some type of hope that, that they're opening at least the practice facilities again, and these guys can kind of begin to work out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it's good that, you know, we're getting to a point that it's like, okay, we're starting to reopen life a little bit back here, you know, easing the stay-at-home orders, easing. So it's like, hey, hope is on the horizon. Um, and then you have those limits where it's like, you know, four players, I believe it's, yeah, four players can be at the facility at the time, the maximum of that. And then no head coaches and assistant coaches um, at the facility. You, you got to wear, the players have to wear masks, but only, but not when they're, you know, working out. I think that uh, there's good precautions normal. This doesn't mean that the NBA season is coming back soon. Um, you know, we're still at a point where it's like, hey, how can we get a decent sized group of people together, you know, and, and it'd be okay. So I think, but I still think that it's a good first step. I definitely think it's a good first step, especially when you consider that, you know, other states really are truly beginning to like kind of loosen the stay at home orders. You know, this doesn't mean that like life is going to like instantly go back to what it was before this whole right. quarantine time. But I mean, like it, it's just, it's, it's little tiny little baby steps forward to kind of see what we can do 
uh, to kind of really kind of get back to normal and not have the virus continue to spread. So it's definitely like a little, definitely a little something, something to move forward. And also I feel like the NBA was definitely pressured to reopen the facilities, especially once Georgia opened because Georgia was like, okay, we're opening gyms and you know, a couple of, and a couple other things, but the main focus is gyms. And I can totally see like NBA players begin to think, Hmm, maybe I can go to Georgia and get some work. Yeah. Not, and they're, not, they're not allowed to go to yet to, um, non-practice facilities right stuff like that yeah. right so that's why the nba came out and said whoa listen i know you guys want to get back to work but we'd rather you do it at our you know our nicely cleaned you know training facilities rather than some random plan of fitness in athens georgia so i mean like like it's definitely i feel like the nba was definitely pressured to be like yo we got to get these guys back in here uh thanks to georgia kind of reopening a little bit so it's definitely a little pressure filled, but I mean, again, it, it's a good step forward. Now, how this affects the Philadelphia 76ers is a totally different thing because even though the Sixers obviously play in Philadelphia, they practice in Camden, New Jersey. Yeah. And, and New Jersey is under, you know, stay at home orders until May 15th. Now, things could change at the 15th, but I'm, I'm, I'm not getting into politics. It's not what this sure. is all about, but Murphy did say that he could, you know, potentially lift that. May 15th. So the, so the Sixers may have to wait till the 15th, which then gives other teams a competitive balance, which then talks about like, you know, which then brings up a lot of different factors. Right. Also the Sixers, maybe they could practice at Wells Fargo center in Pennsylvania. It's definitely going to be like a lot of different moving parts to kind of get this thing back under control. Yeah. I mean, the, it's been, you know, suspended for so long. The NBA has really never had anything like this, you know, aside from the lockout, and, um, you know, if you, at the beginning of the 2010s, that, I mean, that's something different where it's like, okay, it's not like we can't go hoop anywhere. Like you saw a bunch of like pickup games going on during that lockout. Now it's like, okay, we can't really go play anywhere at this point. And, you know, some guys don't even have hoops, like haven't, you know, shot basketballs, it, you know, since the season's was suspended because they don't have, you know, basketball hoops at their apartments, at their houses and stuff like that. So, right. And I mean, do you remember when we had Glenn Robinson III on, he said he was working out in his basement, just working yeah. out in his basement and just running around the neighborhood. I mean, he, he doesn't have a hoop at his apartment in Indiana or whatever. So, I mean, and, and I'm sure it's, it's definitely not just Glenn. I'm sure it's a bunch of other guys too. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's definitely something that's going to be a, a factor in this because it's like they're gonna need some time to get back into shape they're gonna need a good maybe like two three weeks to be like okay i'm back in shape i'm ready to go especially if it's like okay they're going straight to the playoffs i mean the playoffs is like grind time that's why the season i mean the season came to such a halt when like really like the last it was the last stretch and it's just I mean, it's just crazy, man. You know, like they're, it's going to take a while. It's time for them to really get back into the swing of things. And also, too, depending on where they have the games, it's like, okay, what is the situation going to be like? It's not going to be like any sort of normal playoff situation. There's not going to be any fans. It's going to be at a neutral site. So that's going to be very different than what the NBA has ever had. It's definitely going to be interesting for me because. Um, Wojnowski actually went on with Scott Van Pelt uh, last night, which would be Monday night, the 27th. And he basically said that the NBA is willing to stretch this out to at least Labor Day. So, and Adam Silver came out and said, he was like, listen, we want to, everything's on the table, which means we could finish up the regular season and then go into the playoffs. 
And I mean, like, that's very interesting to think about considering like we talk about all the time, there were 17 regular season games left. I mean, like, that's like, that's a month full of games, like, like for the regular season. And then the playoffs are going to, the playoffs normally yeah. take a little, a little yeah. less, a little less. Yeah, like a little less than a month. And then you get these guys two days to kind of get ready for the playoffs, kind of get up into another playoff mode. And then you're going to have two and a half months of playoffs, which, I mean, I guess you could do that if we restart in June. Like if we were to restart in June, then you could have a month for the regular season, a month in July for the playoffs, a month in August, and then like maybe a week yeah. or two in September to like really kind of wrap things up and then give these, and then you're going to have a rapid fire off season. And then the 2020, yeah. 21 season will probably start Christmas day. In an ideal world, I feel like that's, you know, the best course of action, but like, I don't know at this point if the NBA is going to be back in June because it's like, so hey, when are we going to get to the point where fairly large groups of people can gather again? That's what I'm saying. And it's like for even though there's not going to be any fans, you know, it's still going to be at least what 20 something, 20 plus people because um, you count, you know, like the people on the coaching staffs. I mean, just the rosters is I mean, what there's like. You know, there's 15, there's, you know, 15 players on any given roster. It's, that's going to be a good deal of people still in one area, even without fans. I mean, that's, that's something to think about. Yeah, there's a lot of factors that like really have to play into this. And, and I feel like Adam Silver will definitely take the correct course of action. Um, I feel like, honestly, out of all the professional sports commissioners, Adam Silver is like the one that like, I kind of am like, you know what, you're going to make the right decision, whether we all hate it or love it. It's probably going to be the right one to make. I know for a fact, I mean, and you can hear it in like the, when the players talk and when Silver talks, he's like, listen, we desperately want to get back out there. I know like yeah. they, they desperately want to crown a champion in 2020. Like, I mean, if we want to look back at the record books, kind of like what Glenn said, they're going to have all these champions in 2020 coronavirus right. 2020. It's right. going like, to be, be an asterisk. Yeah. Right, right. It's going to be like a, just a really just random year. The league is just so desperate to crown a champion that I, I really do believe that we're going to get it back this summer. I also think we're going to get baseball back this summer. Like, like I mean, I, I believe baseball could pro- could realistically start in July and just have like a 75 to 80 game sprint, you know what I'm saying, instead of 162. Yeah. Like, like that's to- I think that's yeah. totally realistic, whether, you know, they set up teams in Florida or Arizona, whatever. And also, I heard Minnesota, too, was among those states that are going to loosen their stay-at-home orders as well. So, okay, like, like, like they could totally use, like, a bunch of different options um, to finish up, to even start baseball and keep that going. And then in terms of basketball, just it's, I feel like it's so much easier to get done because they literally have two months left. Think about it. If they just scrap the regular season – which is what I think they should do. Just scrap the regular season right. to the playoffs. Like we're looking at filling up two months. That's it. And for some of these teams, they're getting swept round one. I'm looking at you, Orlando Magic. You're getting swept round one, you know? So like, <laughs> like they like, might be able to get a game. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Like <laughs> the point you never is know. to go home early. <laughs> You never know. Like, listen, like the they Grizzlies, got a game last year. Yeah, against against Toronto, a team that historically chokes. Game wouldn't one. it be? Wouldn't it be? Um, Toronto again? Milwaukee. Toronto's the two seed. Yeah, no, no, because Orlando's the seventh seed. I thought Orlando's the eighth. eighth. The eighth. Okay, yeah, no, Brooklyn's the seventh. Okay, 
Yeah. 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 No, they get swept. Yeah. Yeah. They're out. They're done. <laughs> yeah. They, they would get swept. And then Memphis, too, out west because they're the eighth seed and they play LeBron and Lakers round one. Memphis would be swept. So they're out of there real quick. I feel like they could get, they could get one. I don't think so. Not with LeBron and Davis the way they're playing right now. No way. I, I'm, unless Cam, unless John Morant, actually, if, if it was regular conditions, like if it was actually in LA and in Memphis, I could maybe give Memphis one just because of Ja I could like feed off the Memphis crowd and, and stuff. But like in the yeah. neutral site, nah, no way. Like like they're not getting one. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Like neutral site, that's gonna play. That's gonna play. That's gonna play a big role in my opinion. You know, and that's why I think Philadelphia could really have a shot, like, like an even like bigger shot. Because I don't know. I don't think their shot changes at all with the neutral site. If anything, it they're stays so the bad on the road. Opinion. They're so bad on the road. This day is the same. But I guess they're when you I guess when you factor in how great they are at home and then how bad they are on the way. Okay. It all just right. kind of it just okay. kind of cancels out. Like I mean, all neutral right. site. Like okay. <laughs> all right. You know what? I'll give you that one. Yeah, because I, I I can see the argument. I can see yeah. it just because it kind of can't. All right. Huh. That team. That that team's ridiculous. But we're not talking yeah. about them today. We're talking about the NBA as a whole. Um. But yeah. But yeah. Like I, I think it's great. And like in terms of the. And also another thing is you got to remember is the Raptors because like, sure, the NBA could reopen yeah. training facilities May 8th, but I'm pretty sure Canada is a lot more stricter than what we're dealing with right now here in the USA. Right. Like isn't Canada like strictly think, like, I'm not sure, but um, yeah, I'd have to check on that. But um, Toronto, yeah, that would be something because, you know, there are, they're in a different country. Right. And then uh, I wonder, you know, if the players there would go to a state that like Ohio or something like that because if you look at all the states that are easing the orders that are around Toronto would be like what Ohio and then is Pennsylvania is is easing them too right yeah Pennsylvania is lifting theirs the 30th so like that'll kind of be it and I know Michigan like Michigan isn't like lifting it completely but I read that the governor there is like beginning to like soften her stance and she's actually considering lifting it I mean like if Michigan lifts Michigan's it right i mean yeah detroit's right there right like i think yeah. i think it's like a 45 minute hour drive from toronto yeah. so i mean it's, it's it's something to consider something that i was just afraid i was just thinking about that with the raptors just because like you know they're in a different whole entire different country right right yeah that's that's a good point and, and you know as i mentioned earlier there's, there's going to be so many moving parts when it comes to like restarting the season because you have to consider the fact that, as you mentioned earlier, there's going to be at least like 40 people just strictly from the team. Because think about it, like 13 active players, that's 26 right. you know, combined. And then you got the two head coaches, that's 28, plus like three assistant coaches yeah. for each guy, that's four. Then the training staff, 40. And the assistants. And, and, I for, and, and then I, you also have to kind of consider the fact that like TV people are going to be in Training, there trainers. Trainers, and then – Probably TV people to broadcast the game. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely you, you do have to kind of figure out like when we can all kind of begin to congregate again, again, and which is definitely not going to be this summer. Yeah. Like, I, I have a feeling that like social distancing factors will probably still be in effect till about maybe Labor Day. Like, we're going to be completely honest. Like, it'll be at least through the summer. But that doesn't mean that like, right. that, that, do, that doesn't mean that we're going to be in quarantine all summer. I mean, eventually we're going to get back to work and life but like we're still got to be social distance we're gonna have to wear a mask it's gonna have to be like okay you have to wear a mask right right it's it's gonna kind of be like that it's gonna suck but that's but you know we have we do have to take the necessary precautions to keep ourselves safe and everybody else safe right exactly but eventually you know quarantine is gonna end 
and we're going to eventually be able to go back out in the world and kind of live a somewhat normal life. But that doesn't mean that like we can all still congregate again. That doesn't mean we can, you know, have right. 22,000 people in one area again. Eventually we'll be able to, but not now. So like that's going to kind of be the, you know, one of the factors yeah. moving forward, especially when I think the one rule is you still can't have more than 10 people in a space, you know? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I was just talking about this with my friend the other day. I was like, if you really think about it, the U.S. in particular has not gone through anything like this where it's like, like we need a vaccine, like in a while, like we need a vaccine, we need a vaccine, we need a vaccine in a while, you know, because you look at the flu. Yeah, there is a flu vaccine like you can control that. And when H1N1, the swine flu and all that was coming around there, it wasn't it wasn't anywhere like this because it was just a different strain. It was it was a flu. It was the flu. It was like a different kind of flu. And, you know, you look at some of these other illnesses and it's not like we're waiting on a vaccine, but this is like the first time in a long time where it's like, okay, this is something that's new. We need a vaccine. And that is a big part of just the whole gathering thing. Like, normal you know we're not going to get back to normal normal i think for like a couple late for a couple of years like you said a somewhat normal life where okay we wear a mask and, and things like that yeah and i mean i feel like i feel like we're, it's going to come and, and, I, and i'm talking it's going to come soon you know we're just for, yeah where we can come out of our houses again we can go back to work we can go to the beach we can do something but it's going to be like it's not going to be the regular normal you know what i'm saying right like, like you said cam we're probably gonna have to wear masks we're probably you know, still keep our distance away right. from each other, right. washing hands, all, all, and all that stuff. But eventually, you know, give it a year or or so. And when we when when we had Ben on, when Ben was talking about how this thing has been changing rapidly, yeah. And, and who knows? Maybe we'll be fine in six months. Maybe we'll go back to a normal normal in six months. Maybe we'll go back to normal normal in eight months. Nobody knows. So now, to just a transition. Yesterday, I came up with my seventy uh, sixers Mount Rushmore. Okay. Okay. Now. I wanted to get your opinion because you know you're 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 a basketball aficionado. Oh, by the way, guys, Cameron, he's got a new gig. And before we even get into this, I should have started off the show with this because Cam, I'm so happy for you, proud of you. Thank Cam, you, man. Tell tell him what the gig is. I'm not gonna take you, Sean. You tell him what it is, man. Uh, well, yeah. First, yeah. Thank you, Kai, man. I really appreciate it. Um, so I'll be right. I'll be doing some basketball writing at Amico Hoops. Uh, .net. Uh, yeah, Sam Amico, he runs the website. So I'll be doing some basketball writing there along with my work at USA Today and Cleveland.com. See, look at this kid. Look at this kid. He's a baby. He's out here working for three different legitimate sites. He's, he's putting in the work. So happy and proud of him. So Cameron Fields, I had to put that out there. Anywho. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. No doubt, man. No doubt. So happy for you, dude, for real. So my 76ers Mount Rushmore, and I want to see, I want to get your opinion and see if, if you have any changes. Let's see, I've got Julius Irving, Dr. Yep. J, the, the good doctor. He oh, takes yeah. he takes George Washington's status. Got to. Because, you know, like when you can kind of look at that thing, you know, like Washington's kind of like the face of it. Yeah, yeah. Julius Irving's like the face of the Sixers franchise. So It's either him or AI, like one or the other. Right. I went with Dr. J just because of the title yep. in 83. Right. So... I gave, I gave Dr. J the, the George Washington uh, the status. And then uh, Wilt Chamberlain, he, he's like, he got Thomas Jefferson treatment. Okay, all right. We're like, we're like, he's kind of at the front, but, and he's terrific. You know, three MVPs in his full seasons with the Sixers. You know, he's still not Dr. J. So he gets a Thomas Jefferson treatment. 
Okay. Allen Iverson got the Theodore Roosevelt treatment. You know, he's kind of over here. They're both known for being spunky and they got heart and everything else in between. So I'm going to put Iverson there. I respect it. And then Charles Barkley gets the Abraham Lincoln uh, treatment over there in the end. That is my Sixers, Mount Rushmore. Dr. J, Wilt, Iverson, Barkley. Yeah, I mean, I can't really disagree with that. I, I, I would have the same one, to be honest. Yeah, you, I mean, you can make argument that AI is the best sixer of all time. But then, yeah, you also make argument that Julius Erving is the best Sixers player of all time. So I think, I think that's a good Mount Rushmore. And uh, that would be my same one. You know, you can make a case for Moses Malone. Right? Yeah, yeah, him too. Like, like just because yeah. he won, he won the 83 t- uh, finals MVP. And, for sure. And, and who knows if the Sixers even win that title without Malone? Because like, Right. You could, yeah, over Bar- you could say him over Barkley. You could. Yeah. I went with Chuck. Phases. I went with Chuck. I think it was just because Barkley's better, like, great on TV, and he just makes me laugh all the time. So uh, I think that definitely played a part in it. Barkley's on there. He's making a case for Moses. You can also make a case for Hal Greer. People forget about Hal Greer. Hal Greer is they're actually their franchise's all-time leading scorer. He's got the most points in Sixers history. Got Billy Cunningham, too. You know, a lot of great players. Oh, you got like a McDonald's shake? I uh, see, guys. You know, it's quarantine life. So, <laughs> you know, we're not recording these. We're, we're never recording any of these podcasts in like a professional studio because we can't go nowhere. So we're recording these podcasts in our house. It was Zoom conference call, okay? Just in case you guys haven't figured that out yet. I'm sure you have, but still. So I'm, in New Jersey, we have this thing called Wawa. Uh, and I, I don't I don't know if you've heard of it. I know there's like, n- there's probably nothing out there in the Midwest, considering I used to live out in the Midwest too. There's nothing like it. It's like, yeah. it's like 7-Eleven on steroids, okay? Oh, okay. So, it's like, <laughs> so Wow. It, <laughs> so when you walk into a Wawa, it's like a convenience store, but it's Oh, yeah, like, I've heard of Wawa, yeah. Oh, see, okay, all right. So you get I've heard it. of it from I've heard of it from my East. I have an East Coast friend. Uh, he's from Philly. Yeah. There you go. Then. I've heard of Wawa. Right. You get yeah. it. You understand it. It's like Seven Eleven on steroids. Cam, it's perfect. It's they amazing. say it's like sheets. They say it's like sheets. No, no, no. You're like nah. Mm-mm. Listen, <laughs> sheets is trash compared to Wawa. I'm, 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 what? Yeah, don't make that face at me, Cam. Don't do it. Don't do it. Sheets oh my gosh. does not compare to Wawa. It just doesn't. I mean, I've never had Wawa, so I can't really compare the two. But Sheets, regardless, is great. Listen, dude, listen. There's this one Wawa in the heart of Philadelphia. I actually, I don't even remember the street name, but it's like two stories of Wawa. It's like a two, three-story Wawa. It's great. It's packed, no matter what. Okay. Even during quarantine times, packed. <laughs> they just have masks on. People love Wawa. Like, listen. You couldn't close Wawa during quarantine. I'll be completely honest with you. The state of like New Jersey and probably Pennsylvania too would probably riot. Like you couldn't close Wawa during quarantine. I mean, wow. You couldn't do it. I mean, at least for me, I'd be very upset. I probably eat Wawa like two, three times a day. I'm not going to front. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Like, listen, it's convenient. It's not too pricey. It's perfect. Listen, that, that, that's what it is on the East Coast, man. I, like, I can't remember. I feel that. you. Like just we we love it, you know. It's open twenty four hours too. So when I was in college, I, I made so many three in the morning runs to Wawa. It, it, it was it was perfect. Three in the morning, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, twenty four hours. Remember, we're in college. It's it's like that sometimes, man. It be like that, man. If it's three in the morning, I'm like just getting to sleep. I'm not like let me go to Taco Bell real quick. <laughs> I'm like I'm like I'm just getting to sleep or something. 
I might I might go to Taco Bell at like you know one thirty. Okay. That'd be like the latest I'd go. I see the my, my go to is always Wawa and Denny's. Okay. Like, Wawa and Denny's, like uh, you know, with, with my good friend Sharif, you know, who we had on this podcast, we would make yep. plenty of trips to Denny's to like at like two in the morning. It it was like really random too. We'd be ah, sitting in Denny's. like like we'd be just sitting playing video games at two in the morning. Our girlfriends would be asleep, and he'd be like, "Let's go to Denny's," and we'd leave them in the room and go to Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> they both, and I remember they both wake up and they'd be like, Where'd you go? And we're like, We went to Denny's. You guys were asleep. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Like, like listen, college, college adventures at two o'clock in the morning. You know, you know that, that's, that's, pretty much, Great. Uh, that's pretty much what it is. Yep. All right. So, Cam, I know everybody's been watching The Last Dance Man, just like you, me, every basketball craze sports craze fanatic out there we need a little something something parts three and four this parts three and four this past sunday man it seems like michael jordan's got some beef with the bad boy pistons dude i was so you know like the the meme that's been going around when they showed him isaiah talking yeah yeah so i was (laughs) like dude mj still (laughs) cannot stand isaiah like you could just see it on his face like he just cannot stand that man. Like he can't still, do it. It's still a a sensitive spot. Like for the for the whole team. Like you can tell. Like the whole Bulls team just just like no. And then there's no. It's mute. The feeling is mutual. I I feel like the feeling is mutual too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, like you know for a fact that like especially with Bill Lambeer coming out and saying that like right. uh, Le- LeBron's better than Jordan, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and then uh, about the shaking hands, he talked about like they're always whining. They were always whining. Yeah. <laughs> always whining. Yeah. Honestly, my favorite part of it uh, of all the memes was the one with Twenty One Savage. And, I haven't seen that one. Um, I'm I'm, I'm not going to say the words because it, it's you know it's very profanity laced so and we, we try to refrain from cursing on this here podcast this is a family friendly podcast for the most part we'll slip a word in there once in a while but family friendly and like is 21 savage just like um being uh, like i'll beat the bleep out of these bleeps like like nobody wants uh-huh. to fight no more <laughs> oh man uh, i mean I, I haven't seen that one but uh yeah bill and beer he he was like, they're always whining. And it's so a, you, you can tell this is this is I mean, there's some there's some tension still there. There absolutely is. I think it's definitely like it's interesting though. The like because Brendan Malone, who was assistant coach on that team, actually broke down what the Jordan rules were. And like, you know, the yeah, beginning the right. beginning of it was like a real basketball talk. If Jordan goes this way, we try to force him this way. If Jordan goes to the top of the right, team, containment, yeah. Right. But then I think some I think the report uh, the interviewer goes, what happens if he goes baseline? And he goes, oh, that's when Rick and Bill beat the shit out of him. I was like, oh, right, yeah. If he tried to go to the hoop, yeah, they're like they're knocking them, they're knocking them down. They're you know they're knocking them up, they're you know knocking them down and all that. Knocking that's what I'm saying. I but, was like, what? <laughs> I mean, to be honest though, it's not like. Like Jordan is not special in the fact that like he's been been beaten up. Like you know, we ha- there's a bunch of other stars who have gotten that kind of treatment where it's like, okay, we're gonna beat you up. Like you're not getting anything easy at the rim. 
Right. Right. Honestly, it was just, it was like it was a lot of fun, man. I, I I loved watching it, and then Dennis Rodman coming out and saying, "Yo, I need a vacation. I need to go to Vegas for a couple of days." Like that. That was absolutely. I died. Thought that whole thing. Yes. I thought it was the most. I thought that was the most hilarious thing I've ever heard in my life. Cause I'm trying to picture like Joel Embiid, like walking up to Brett Brown and Elton Brand and being like, "Yo, guys, I need to go to Vegas. I need a break." Like, I can't do this no more. They're like, you have 48 hours. <laughs> yes. And then they, like, they like went up on, like, the hours, like, said 90, it's like 90-something hours. He's been um, outside <laughs> of Chicago without permission. <laughs> I was like, it, like, went way past 48 hours. I was like, oh, man. Oh, it was absolutely incredible. And then Carmen Electra. When she said, when she said in the documentary that Michael Jordan and Phil Jackson walk in to grab Dennis and she is hiding behind a couch with a blanket over her head so that way they don't find her. <laughs> I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Oh my God. And then my man came to practice with pajamas on. Oh my God. Absolutely 100% incredible. I can't wait for parts five and six yeah. uh, on Sunday. Like, I for mean, it, it, it's like, it's like waiting for football. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like football Sunday. Like, I feel it's, you. I feel it, you. It's absolutely just incredible. I love it. All right, guys. So make sure you check us out on Apple. We're on Spotify. You can always check out our, our stuff all on that. SixersWire.com. All of that good stuff. Please leave us a rating because we're trying to, you know, get more ratings and more people to listen to the podcast, which the numbers have been rising. So thank you so much, all of you out there, for listening. So – Thank Cameron you all. Oh, yeah, thank you. It's, it's great. So for Cameron Fields, I'm Kai Carlin. We're out. We'll see you guys next time on The Bell Ringer.